0: Get started. What's going on, good people? Sak Pase, Nabule, and welcome back to another episode of School of Wholesaling. If you are new to the show, this is the right place for you. If what you're looking to do is get started in wholesaling real estate and start your investment career, and or create a life of financial freedom. You are in the right place right now. You are going to learn plenty of tips and tricks. And if this is your first episode, please listen to all the other episodes, guys, especially the first the first six episodes, because it actually takes you through the wholesaling process, guys, and how to do it. All right. Um, as well, if you are a listener to the show and you're just coming back, welcome back and welcome aboard once more. Uh, Now, for those of you who who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Medeas, a Haitian, 26-year-old, young adult out here, young entrepreneur uh, who had their uh, big break when uh, I did my first deal back in 2016, uh, made about 32 grand uh, wholesaling real estate in under 90 days. All right, guys. So that's my story. I was broke, didn't have any money, and wholesaling real estate has changed my life. Now I live a life of freedom um, and I do this on a daily basis, guys. Um, so it's just really, really powerful what this has done for me. And that's why the School of Wholesaling show exists is I want to give you guys the thing that I have in my head, the knowledge I got in my head in hopes that you will take it. You will take massive action the way I did and change your life for the betterment of you. All right. So without further ado, I want to get into the topic of this show. All right, I wanted to make this show specifically to talk about how to deal with buyers and also how to deal with uh, with a quote, unquote, wholesaler buyers. I'm going to get into what what I mean when I say wholesaler buyers. And I'm actually making quotation marks right now as I'm speaking, guys, because uh, there are wholesalers out there that say they're buyers. But I'm going to get into that in just a moment. Um, I want to talk about how to deal with buyers, how to control your deal, guys, because the truth is not everybody's created created equally. And it is important for you to know how to handle and control your deal when it is time to offload it and disposition it or sell it and assign it. OK, guys. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. Oh, before I do, though, I apologize for that, guys. I keep saying I'm going to jump into it and I stop. But I have to say this. I really have to say this uh, because this topic actually came to my mind. I felt it was something that I really needed to talk about uh, because one of my students um, she recently, uh, ha- had gotten two deals on a contract. Congratulations to Anid for her two deals under contract. Unfortunately, one of those deals, um, she was showing it to a buyer and it went wrong. Um, n- <sighs> look, let me say it like this guys. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and tell tell you the story of Anid, And I'm going to just kind of go into the topic today. Cause it's really hand in hand. Um, so Anid went to show her buyer her property, uh, but unfortunately, the buyer was a wholesaler, and uh, what they were looking for, they were looking for wholesale deals, and they, they got in contact with need from one of her marketing streams, which I, which I teach guys how to do that. Um, but she, she got in contact with Anid need, uh, in regards to her property that she had for sale. And what she ended up doing was she set up an appointment to go see the property. So she acted as a buyer. This is a wholesaler. Okay. But the wholesaler acted as a buyer. She let her know that she's a buyer and that she wants to buy the property and that she wants to see it. Uh, with the particular property that Anid need had, the seller wanted to be, uh, wanted to be there during the showing, um, and what ended up happening? Uh, what ended up happening is uh, the bu- the wholesaler buyer, quote unquote, doing the quotation marks again. The wholesaler buyer, quote unquote, showed up to the property and way before he did. So she was early. And then on top of that, because the seller was there, the seller was there to open up the house. The uh, the seller ended up. Uh, talking with the ho- with the other wholesaler and the wholesaler uh had told the seller that a need was marketing the property for a much higher price and was trying to sell it behind the seller's back for more. So obviously with wholesaling that that is the concept of the whole of the whole process. However, what that wholesaler has done now is that they have exploited what Anid is doing in hopes to gain the uh to in in hopes that the seller would distrust Anid Um, go back to a need, cancel the contract, and then um, they would go back and reach out to that seller again and then pick up the deal from them. All right. So they're backdooring. We call this backdooring. So she she backdoored a need. All right. So this is very important, guys. Um, This is something that I wanted to talk about because it happens, it can happen to you. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that um, that I talked about this on this show to ensure that that uh, that you can avoid to the best of your ability from it happening to you. This has happened to me in my business before. Um, we actually had a situation, I call this the $16,000 lesson because that's how much money we lost as a result. Uh, but we actually had a situation where we had a property under contract. Uh, we had, we also had a buyer that was brought to us from another wholesaler, and in the midst of us going through the deal, uh, a third, host, another wholesaler was uh, who was uh, talking to that seller. Uh, it was one of uh, one of the other wholesalers that were trying to get the deal as we were trying to get the deal. Um, they were talking to the seller. They seen uh, they seen uh, one of our uh, email blasts. Uh, that we did one of our emails uh, marketing property to our buyers list. Uh, they might've seen it. And then what they did is they called the seller. They talked to the seller. They showed the seller the email. And then the seller got upset that the property was being listed for, for more than what they were selling it to us. Um, now, I want to say this, guys, when you are when you are faced with a situation like this, a couple of things to do. Well, first of all, let me say this. There are a couple of things that are out of your control. All right. if you If you have a buyer's list, And you just then some of the buyers on your list that you're adding to your list are wholesalers, out of your control. Okay, if a wholesaler calls you and says, "Hey, I'm a buyer," and and they don't mention to you that they're actually a wholesaler, right? That's out of your control. The thing that you can do though is you have to be able to vet. You have to vet your buyers. You got to ensure that before you show any property to anyone that they pass the qualified buyer test. Okay. And uh, I just made that up. There's no actual qualified buyer test. Hey, maybe maybe it'll be a new thing now. Uh, Just stamp my name next to it. If you're going to use this, put put the name Luke Medeis right next to it. The qualified buyer test. Okay. so here's a test that you can do with every single buyer you talk to in order to be sure that they're qualified. Okay. before you show them any property, a couple of things you have to do to be ready. All right. Um, the very first thing that you should do for every one of the properties that you want to sell, you should always have an email write up about the property. And on that email write up is all the details of the property, like the, uh, like the address, um, uh, 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 the beds, baths, uh, property details, things like that, square footage, uh, the condition of the property, what kind of work is it going to need? Uh, also the price of the property, of course, you want to have that there. If you've got comps, you want to put your comps on there so that way your buyers can see the comps. Um, buyers are going to do their own due diligence anyways. There's guys out there who will, who will, who will, uh, who will say, uh, don't do that, You know, uh, just leave it with the price because the buyers are going to do, do their own due diligence. Um, however, for, for us, that's the way we, we've, we've always done it and we've never had a problem. As a matter of fact, our buyers love it because uh, they actually gain trust with us over time They they uh they gain trust with our numbers because they know that uh, that we uh, are priced right. Um. So, but a, a couple other things you want on that email, you want photos, guys. And here's another thing. Here's a here's another thing you want. Every property you go to, always do a video walkthrough because in that email, you also want to include a video link, uh, taking all all the buyers who look at that email to a video walkthrough of the property. What this does is it allows you to vet your buyer. Uh, And this is what I call the first step qualifier, the buyer qualifier, the first step of the buyer qualifying test, okay, which is do they actually have an interest in the property? Okay. If there's no interest in the property, there's no reason to show them the house. So by having that email available and sending them that email, they can see where the property is located. If they don't invest in that area, they don't need to call you. Okay. Um, they can also see the price. If, if they don't like the price, they don't need to call you. They can also take a look at the condition. If they don't like the condition, if it's too much work for them, or if they look at the price and condition and they say, Oh, I'm not going to buy that. They don't need to call you. Okay. Um, if, if, if they look at the video and they look at the floor plan some, some buyers are finicky, you know, they, they're, they're very, they're very picky on the type of floor plan that they, that they, that they want to buy when it comes to a house or an investment. Uh, if they don't like the floor plan, they don't need to call you. Okay. So the whole point is after a buyer goes and sees that email and looks at that video and looks at those photos and looks at all of the, de- the details. If they call you, that means that they're interested to move forward. That is a buyer that you wanna start to set things up for a showing, okay? Because now that they've actually seen the house, they've actually seen the house um, through the photos and the videos, then you know if they come in, they're serious and they wanna buy, okay? So another thing you wanna do, still, there's a couple of things you wanna do to qualify them. Here's another thing you wanna do Um, The other thing is you wanna talk with that buyer and you wanna see uh, how quickly they can close. Uh, Do they have cash? Uh, Are they using a loan, like a hard money loan or a private money loan, okay? And the third thing you you want to look at is you definitely always want to ask. If it's a new buyer, always ask for proof of funds, okay? Always ask for proof of funds, all right? The buyer has to cough up, cough up proof of funds. The buyer has to, if the buyer is going to be buying, they have to have the money to buy. So the buyer has to show you proof that they can buy the property. Otherwise, they don't qualify. All right. Otherwise, they do not qualify. Every buyer should not have a problem with with uh, with with uh, showing proof of funds. Another thing as well, you let your buyers know that there's going to be an earnest money deposit in order to in order to uh to to uh, to take down the property and to purchase that property. And that the uh, and you want to you want to disclose that, okay? You want to disclose your earnest money deposit. So if you have an earnest money deposit of $1500, you want to disclose that. If you want to have an earnest money deposit of $2500, you want to disclose that. The reason being is a lot of wholesalers what they do Okay, is is um is when it comes down to EMD, the whole point of wholesaling is to minimize risk. So if you're if you're going to put a property under contract, the chances are you're not gonna take fifteen hundred dollars out of your pocket, twenty five hundred dollars out of your pocket, five grand out of your pocket in order to assign that property to somebody else. You want to be in with little to no risk. So most wholesalers would only put down a hundred bucks. Now, here's the thing, right? If you go and you say, all right, I need a $1,500 deposit, real buyers, real buyers who buy property to either flip them or to rent them out, they'd, they've already ran their numbers. They've looked at the property. They want to buy it. They don't care about $1,500 because they're going to close on it, okay? They don't care about the $2,500 earnest money, de- money deposit because they're going to close on it. They don't care about a five grand earnest money deposit because they're going to close on it. So if a buyer has a problem with your EMD, they're probably not going to buy. All right. So very, very important. So remember, you want to send them that email to 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 uh, to vet them uh, the first time around. Do they like the property? If The answer is yes. You go to the next step. OK, well, well, great. I need to see proof of funds if you want to see the property. All right. And then uh, the third thing is you need to put down an EMD. You disclose that to them before showing it to them. And if they don't have a problem with it, then great. They, they qualify to be shown the house. All right, guys. Another thing, too, um, with the particular situation I was mentioning before, the 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 uh, the sellers, uh, when we lost the 60 16 K deal, the sellers that were there actually lived in the property. So this is something that you'll come across. You'll have more trouble with when you're dealing with. Uh, homeowner, uh, 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 home, homeowner occupied properties. Okay. But when it comes to absentee uh, or vacant houses, you're really not going to have that kind of problem. Um, because nobody's there. So if the buyer comes up to the house, there's nobody to talk to. The property's on a lockbox. The only person to talk to is you. So you have, less, you have less of a chance of running into any issues like that. However, if you are in this position where the seller is easily accessible, for instance, the property may be vacant, but the seller lives next door, you want to be sure that the seller and the buyer do not talk. If you have to have an appointment where the seller is at the property because they live there or they just wanna be there, be 100% sure the seller and the buyer does not talk. When you go to your appointments, get to the appointment early, okay? Get to that appointment 30 minutes early. So that way you can ensure that you have complete control Over the situation and make sure that the buyer and seller do not talk. This is very important because the last thing you want is your seller and buyer talking to each other and then talking about numbers, okay? You do not want that, all right? Do not want that. So let your buyer know when you show the property, let the buyer know hey, listen, um, what we're gonna be doing, you're just gonna be coming into the property, taking a look at it, and that's it. Everything about price. all of that, negotiating the deal. Uh, we do all of that um, after after the showing. Uh, so you want to make sure your buyer has a clear understanding of that, because if they're going to start to talk, even if they're talking to you about, about price, but your seller's there, that's going to seem weary because the price they're going to spit out and the price that you haven't under contract for is not the same price. So very, very important, guys, that you pay attention to that. All right. Um, lastly, I, I do want to say this as well. Um, when you are showing your properties Okay, when you're showing your properties and the property is vacant, you still want to be there. Do not give away your lockbox. Codes do not give away your lockbox code if you got a property in a lockbox because the property is vacant, the seller's giving you the keys, they've let you uh, put the property in a lockbox. Do not let the buyer go there and give out your lockbox codes. There are some folks who are okay with it, um, some folks who do it, they don't mind it because obviously nobody's at the house. But we've had we've actually had situations um, in our business, uh, and this was actually a part of that same deal for 16K that we lost. Um, we've actually had it where uh, after the seller moved out, we had to put the property in a lot box to show it to more buyers, and we actually had it to where one of the one of the quote unquote wholesaler buyers that went to that property uh, actually, uh, I guess maybe they might have gave away the, the lot box code. But the 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 point that, that I'm getting to right now is we re, we got a call from the seller. Letting us know that somebody was at the property because their neighbors watched watched the property for them. Somebody was at the property at one o'clock in the morning. They opened the door with the key, and they were hauling things out of the property on a, on the back of a truck. Somebody was stealing from the house, guys. Okay, somebody was stealing the leftover stuff that the seller had um, from the house. So this is very very important, guys. That looked so bad on us because. To the seller, even though there might have been other people with access to that to that lockbox code, we were the only ones who were supposed to have access because to the seller, we put that lockbox on that property. Remember, the seller is the most important person in the deal. You have to make them happy. The seller is your client, okay? You have to ensure that you protect them. Without them, you have no deal. So be sure to protect them. Um, it's good not to give away your lockbox code. If you if you absolutely have to because you don't have a choice, um, give it away, but then go back immediately as soon as you can and change the lockbox code. Very, very important, guys. This is me telling you something from my own experience, and I'm trying to help you guys not make the same mistake. Okay, so anyhow... That's it for today's show, guys. Um, If you are getting started and you want some help to do your first deal and you want to do your first deal in 90 days, book a call with me right now, guys. I will call you personally on my cell phone and we could talk about getting your wholesale, your wholesaling real estate. Uh, business started and getting your first deal done so you can start living that life you want to live and get on the right track. If you are already started, if you've already started, you've been going at it and you haven't gotten your first deal yet, give me a call, guys. I want to talk to you guys. Schedule that call with me at chatwithluke.com. Chat with uh For those of you brand new out there who are just jumping on the show, uh, I have a free course for you uh, that gives you the. Uh, it's an introduction to wholesaling. It gives you the whole basic blueprint of how to wholesale a wholesale deal, where to find the deals, uh, the whole process. Uh, you can find that out on this free course. Simply go to SchoolOfWholesaling.com to download that right now. It's a video course, so I show you on a whiteboard exactly how to go through the process. All right, guys. Um, I do want to mention this as well. Uh, For those of you in Central Florida or for those of you anywhere, really, who want to be a part of of my meetups, guys, I'm starting up a meetup here in Orlando, Florida. It's going to be so awesome. I'm going to talk to you guys more about it later on. Um, We don't have a specific date yet, but it's going to be in January. The very first one's going to be January, probably the second week of January. We're going to have it. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys more about it on the episodes to come. And so you guys can know. And if you guys want to attend that, totally come through. Would love to help you do your deal, give you any information you need. It'll be live in person and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So be sure to pay attention to these next uh, uh, to these next episodes here, guys, because I'm going to be telling you guys more and more about it as we start to put it all together. But we definitely are going to be doing one in January here in downtown. So I hope you guys are ready For that. All right. For those of you guys who have done your first deal already and uh, you've done your first deal from listening to the show and the contents of the show have been helping you to do it and it has helped you succeed, please reach out to me on Instagram right now. I want to hear about your deal, guys. I want to hear about your success story. And I also want to bring you on the show. All right. Uh, I want to show everybody that anybody could do this. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way congratulations to Mr. Christopher Coppins, uh, one of my students. He, uh, he, he landed his second deal, guys. Uh, he landed another deal, and he did a phenomenal job on it. He, uh, he made 3K. Um, so, congratulations to Christopher Coppins on that. Guys, I'm not the only person who's doing this. Many, many people are doing this. My students are crushing it. My students are succeeding out here. So, guys, please, 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 if you have succeeded and I have helped you to do that with the show, reach out to me. I would love to have you on the show. I'd love to have you talk about it and share your journey with everyone else. All right, guys. So without further ado, that is it for today's show. You guys get out there, crush it, and let's wholesale real estate. Au revoir. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate. If you want to wholesale real estate.